0: Good morning. Today we'll be worshiping from the Book of Common Prayer. We start on page 5. It's glad when they to me, we will go to the house of the Lord. Let us Can you hear me? Okay. Continuing on on page seven.
1: O Lord, open now our lips.
2: And our mouth shall show forth, Thy praise.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
2: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
1: Praise ye the Lord.
2: The Lord's name be
1: praised. Let us say together the Venite. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our Psalms today are Psalm 13 and 14, which begin on page 355 of the Book of Common Prayer. How long wilt thou forget me, O Lord, forever? How long wilt thou hide thy face from me?
2: How long shall I seek counsel in my soul, and be so vexed in my heart? How long shall mine enemy triumph over me?
1: Consider and hear me, O Lord my God. Lighten mine eyes, that I sleep not in death.
2: Lest mine enemy say, I have prevailed against him. For if I be cast down, they that trouble me will rejoice at it.
1: But my trust is in thy mercy, and my heart is joyful in thy salvation.
2: I will sing of the Lord, because he hath dealt so lovingly with me. Yea, I will praise the name of the Lord Most Highest.
1: Psalm 14 The fool hath said in his heart, There is no God.
2: They are corrupt and become abominable in their doings. There is none that doeth good, no, not one.
1: The Lord looketh down from heaven upon the children of men, to see if there were any that would understand and seek after God.
2: But they are all gone out of the way. They are altogether become abominable. There is none that doeth good, no, not one.
1: Have they no knowledge that they are all such workers of mischief, eating up my people as if it were bread, and call not upon the Lord?
2: They were they brought in great fear, even where no fear was, for God is in the generation of the righteous.
1: As for you. Ye have made a mock at the counsel of the poor, because he putteth his trust in the Lord.
2: Who shall give salvation unto Israel out of Sion? When the Lord turneth a captivity of his people, then shall Jacob rejoice, and Israel shall be glad.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
2: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end.
1: Amen.
0: Here begins the fourth verse of the
3: 21st chapter of the Book of Numbers. Then they journeyed from Mount Hor by the way of the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom, and the soul of the people became very discouraged on the way. And the people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water, and our soul loathes this worthless bread. So the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and many of the people of Israel died. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord that he take away the serpent from us. So Moses prayed for the people. Then the Lord said to Moses, Make a fiery serpent, set it on a pole, and it shall be that everyone who is bitten when he looks at it shall live. So Moses made a bronze serpent and put it on a pole. And so it was, if a serpent had bitten anyone, when he looked at it, at the bronze serpent, he lived. Here ends the first lesson.
1: Together, the Benedictus says Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness. Praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim. Praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom. Praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven. Praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be world without end amen
0: here begins the second chapter of the gospel according
3: to saint luke and it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from caesar augustus that all the world should be registered this census first took place while quirinius was governor governing syria so all went to be registered everyone to his own city You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising god and saying glory to god in the highest and on earth peace goodwill towards men so it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another let us now go to bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass which the lord has made known to us
1: From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting.
2: Amen.
0: The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit.
1: Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, O Lord, show thy mercy upon us.
2: And grant us thy salvation.
1: O God, make clean our hearts within us.
2: And take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
1: Almighty and everlasting God, who hast given unto us thy servant's grace by the confession of a true faith, to acknowledge the glory of the eternal Trinity and in the power of the divine majesty to worship the unity, we beseech thee that thou wouldst keep us steadfast in this faith, and evermore defend us from all adversities, who livest and reignest one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. morning, thank you for joining us. I, I want to apologize for my befuddlement at the beginning. I normally say the general confession uh, both morning and evening when I'm doing the office on my own. And so I forgot that we don't normally do that in the morning. So looking at our lessons, uh, this is the end of the first week of the Trinity season. And during Trinity season, which in 2023 lasts 24 weeks, the readings of the, for the daily office are different. With the exception of feast days, such as tomorrow, St. Benedict, the emphasis on sequ- sequentially, uh, St. Barnabas, sorry, my apologies, the emphasis is on sequentially covering the major books of the Bible that are not discussed during the 30 weeks from Advent through Pentecost. The disadvantage is that these sequential stories of the Old Testament and the New Testament are hard to match up, and I think today the Psalms provide a great clue on how to tie our Old Testament and New Testament together. In the Old Testament this week and next, with the readings from the Book of Numbers, we are finishing up the highlights of how and why the Israelites ended up wandering in the wilderness. The period of wandering in the wilderness ends next Saturday with the death of Moses. Rather than highlights, a better English word might be lowlights. For those who've read the Bible thus far, we're nearing the end of 40 years of ingratitude by the Israelites, who have literally been saved from slavery by one of the greatest miracles in human history, and been promised their own land of milk and honey that will be theirs with a few interruptions for thousands of years. Before the wilderness, most of the focus has been on the great leaders with exceptions like, say, Cain. Now we see a community of God's people where a large proportion of the people are disobedient to the will of God. It is possible to see this as an aberration in human history, But the rest of the Bible shows us that it's not. Bishop Scarlet has told us that this and later parts of the Old Testament are to remind us that such disobedience is not a property of a few people of a given period, but a natural consequence of sin and human nature. Some today in our society argue that human beings are not only good, but perfectible. But the thousands of years in the Bible demonstrate the truth, the truth that we are a broken, fallen race. Today, we have yet another round of disobedience. In a major irony, the Israelites are both punished and saved by God through serpents. Meanwhile, our two brief Psalms are about a later period for the people of Israel. Psalm 13 is explicitly a Psalm of David, but Psalm 13 and 14 are often said together because they have such similar themes and tone. By my count, our lectionary combines them six times during the liturgical year. When he's writing his Psalms, the life of King David happens at the middle of the long period of disobedience by God's people in the Old Testament. David would know about the disobedience of the Israelites in the Exodus, and that of his predecessor Saul, and of course, his own failings. But he doesn't know about the later disobedience that results in the division of Israel into the northern and southern kingdoms, and God's subsequent judgment against each. Here, David's complaint to God is that he's been forgotten, if not abandoned, in dealing with his various sorrows. He prays for God to heed his concerns using one of his favorite arguments, that his defeat will undercut the reputation of the God of Israel among the neighboring enemies. Still, David concludes his prayer, as he often does, with some of the most eloquent praise of God found anywhere in the Bible. The last two verses of Psalm 13 say, My trust is in thy mercy, and my heart is joyful in thy salvation. I will sing of the Lord, because he hath dealt so lovingly with me. Yea, I will praise the name of the Lord Most Highest. Meanwhile, Psalm 14 considers the folly and wickedness of those who rebel against God, exactly like those we have just heard about in the Exodus. The author asks for salvation and rejoicing for God's people. Finally, psalm 14 opens with one of the best lines of the many great lines among these 150 poems the fool hath said in his heart there is no god it is a timeless judgment of the brokenness of mankind one that especially resonates today of course the answer to this brokenness is found in the gospel the story of jesus christ today our gospel lesson is from luke we started Luke on Monday, and over the next 12 weeks, we will continue through to Jesus' resurrection and ascension. Luke is my favorite of the gospel for many reasons. One reason is that it relates details um, and the most complete account of the life of Jesus, including all the details about the nativity that fill our Christmas carols and Christmas pageants, like those we heard today. Another is... The unique role it plays in the liturgy including key canticles we use every week in our services we just finished luke one which has two of these canticles Our friday morning new testament passage from luke included the benedictus s that we said um, sorry the benedictus that we said this morning while friday wednesday's new testament includes the Magnificat we say every evening luke also has the annunciation and visitation of mary as well as the conception birth and Childhood, John the Baptist. Today, we have this great story of hope of all the Christmas carols and Christmas pageants, the birth of the Christ child. We should be grateful that in this morning's liturgy, this joyful passage comes last, giving us hope after all the reminders of our sinful nature in the Old Testament readings. Our secular world may only think about Christmas and perhaps baby Jesus for a few weeks in early December. However, as Christians, we remember throughout the year that the eternally begotten Son of God became incarnate as Jesus of Nazareth, and that only as true God and true man was able to become the Lamb of God who takest away the sins of the world. We now return to page 18 of the Book of Common
0: Prayer.
1: in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy future out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together, the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble thanks. For all the goodness,
0: and goodness to us and to all men.
1: We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ. For the
0: means of grace give us that two cents of that our hearts and glory
2: Amen Amen
0: we beseech
1: thee, O Lord, pour thy grace into our hearts, known the incarnation of thy Son, Jesus Christ, by the message of an angel, so by his cross and passion we may be brought into the glory of his resurrection through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you for Britt and Carl for making this morning's worship possible. See some of you this afternoon.
2: Thank you,
0: Joel. Bye, everybody. Bye, kiddo. Thank you. Bye-bye, everyone.